0: Uh, podcast ain't played nobody hushed Sunday <laughs> Library edition. Um, due to some uh, travel schedule um, peculiarities, I have snuck into a hotel that I'm not staying in, Bill, and I'm using their lobby Wi-Fi until they kick me out to record a podcast. But and they're going to know
1: when they read gonna, when they listen to this because everybody course. listens to this.
0: Well, I haven't. It, it, it is a. It, Ugh, you know, I, I'm buying airport. I don't know. This is so shady. So this is going to be an even, <laughs> an even quicker version of the quick Sunday show. Um, I'm just going to. Hey, you know what? Here's, here's a little little tip to anybody who ever has to, you know, slide into a situation. Act as if. Okay. If you act like you belong, no one's going to say anything. Um, Bill, how was your weekend?
1: Um. Oh, that, that sucked. That really sucked.
0: What was that?
1: That's supposed to be an air horn. Uh Wyoming beat Boise State. You're
0: damn right they did it. And if I could yell in this lobby right now without attracting the oh, attention of the security guard. God, this
1: is terrible.
0: Powder MF River. But we'll get to that in a second. Okay. Oh, wait, no, wait, we won't, will we? No, yeah, Boise's in the top twenty five. Yeah, we're yeah, good. Yeah, we're solid? Okay.
1: Uh, West Virginia, twenty-five. Boise, we won't even we won't even ask about my weekend because you know what game I was at yesterday, yeah, and I've got nothing to say no, no about that
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, number 25, West Virginia. Um, we paid attention to you, and this is how you repaid us.
1: <laughs> this was not – I mean, I guess the margin ended up a little higher than uh, maybe we expected, but uh, Oklahoma State's decent. West Virginia is good but not great. So, therefore, <laughs> it was within range for this exact thing to happen, and, and it happened. I, I still think West Virginia's a good team. They just weren't good enough to win every game.
0: There weren't really any signs of complete system failure on either side of the ball statistically it's – you know Oklahoma State has a solid enough offense, and West Virginia is going to be pushed around eventually. This just really speaks to, and, and we'll talk about Baylor in a second and Texas, but this is just a conference that doesn't have a clear-cut, dominant national program. We had a couple right. undefeateds. We felt like we wanted to put them in there just for the sake of conversation. So not entirely surprising. West Virginia is still probably going to finish the season with at least 9, 10 wins. So that's amazing relative to where we had them back in August.
1: Yeah, no, they're they're a fine team, and they'll have, they'll still have a chance in the Big Twelve race. Probably not a great chance because because to me, Oklahoma is the best team in the conference, and therefore has the best chance. But I mean, yeah, they're solid. They're just not good enough to to, to go twelve and zero. They're they're probably good enough to potentially go ten and two, and that's that's good.
0: Bill Western Kentucky at twenty four.
1: I know the next two um, <laughs> caught me off guard a little bit. I shall say uh, Western Kentucky. Uh, you know a absolutely thoroughly destroyed a bad Florida Atlantic team. So, you know, if you do that by enough, I would expect you to go up a little bit and, you know, Matt White with his, uh, you know, 307 yards and 21 passes and they ran the ball well and Florida Atlantic couldn't, uh, the the younger Jay Driscoll couldn't do much at at Florida Atlantic. Uh, I think it was just a perfect uh, combination of lots and lots of teams are really super duper bunched together right there. And none of the other teams uh, around them looked very good. Uh, You know, Miami, for instance, Houston, Pittsburgh, uh, teams below them. Tennessee has dropped to 32 now. Like, I think they just basically looked good, rose a little, and then a bunch of teams sank below them. That's that's my theory there.
0: Speaking of mid majors that are finally seeing their due in your top 25, Mr. I'm I'm a champion of the G5, there's App State at 23. What's going on with this deal? (laughs)
1: Well, they, first of all, they looked awesome the other day against Georgia Southern, especially in the second um, half.
0: This is yeah, a rivalry. They, they, game.
1: they completely, they, you know, well, yeah, they, they fell down 10, nothing. And then from that point yeah. forward, it was 34, nothing. They absolutely handled their business against the Georgia Southern team. that clearly isn't that great. I think Georgia Southern has shown every single, they are, they're currently 119th in offensive P plus. I think that was our massive fear when they kind of went with Tyson Summers instead of another like proven option guy. Um and now we're seeing it play out. Things are
0: not good in Statesboro. Um, No, I I pointed out it was was a rivalry game because sometimes when we look at mid-majors or just – Rivalries that we're not inherently familiar with, we forget to apply the weirdness to that. So, going down into Statesboro, falling down early, and then just coming way back because you were the way more talented team—that's what happens in a rivalry game sometimes.
1: Yeah, they—they just—they they started asserting themselves, and Georgia Southern just fell apart. It, it, it happened over what, about five to ten minutes there, late in the third quarter, and it—it w- it went from ten ten to what twenty twenty-seven ten, I think, or something like that, really quickly.
0: Uh, Nebraska at number 22, we'll get to them in a second. Um, this mid-major love fest is just disgusting America right now, Bill. You've got Western Michigan at 21 and Boise at 20.
1: Yeah. I mean, that those two sound right. I mean, I, I don't think there's a lot to complain about with those two. Um, the... I, guess people, I
0: guess people who are unfamiliar with this, the Western Michigan fans are probably, see, they're just getting up. They're just stretching out these uh, angry online muscles. They've never been in a position to, to act like this before, but you do have Boise State ranked in front of them after taking the loss at Wyoming.
1: Yes. And, I mean, if you look over at the change from last week, you'll kind of see why. They were 18th and 24th. Now they're not 20th and 21st. They, you know, they're, they're less than a point apart. So, I mean, if West Virginia, Western Michigan continues to play really well and Boise State plays like they did against Wyoming again, uh, you know, Western Michigan will be ahead. But it also – and this is something – it's real fun to do this on, on Twitter. I, 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 get, I, I now take laps around the house before I post my S&P Plus rankings because I know uh, I'm going to have some fun uh, fighting with people afterwards um this is a quality measure not a resume measure if you're looking if you're asking me who's better I might still say Boise State if you ask me who's more deserving of the G5's power bowl slot I'm going to say with Western Michigan because they haven't lost so um the the end but yeah you know we can still quibble we can still fight a couple rounds that's cool Boise State and you can also fight a couple rounds about the next team but go ahead
0: I tell you what, just for the sake of brevity, since I'm probably going to get thrown out of this hotel here in a second, let's just put a pin in talking about Boise-Wyoming because it very, very well could be the box score that we look at this week. (laughs) It was
1: so fun. When you
0: look at that box score, you see a couple things that Boise looks sloppy about against BYU, like they were 2 of 8 on third down. Okay, I tell you what, we're going to talk about that on Wednesday. Fascinating game, uh, Powder River. I would be screaming it right now if I wasn't trying to hide from a security guard. Okay, uh, moving on. Hey, guess what? Do you know who it is, Bill? Guess who it is? The best Bill? five loss team in the country. That's right. <laughs> um,
1: this is actually, I'm enjoying this because this is the ultimate test of like, are you, do you, are, are you kind of meant to care about, uh, about computer rankings or do you really just want a resume rank of, you know, the undefeated teams at the top and everything? Because, if you're interested in quality and whatnot and you're not simply going up for wins and down for losses, Ole Miss has lost to Florida State, currently number 14. Alabama, on paper, should have probably beaten Alabama, number two. Uh, they lost to Arkansas, not impressive, but uh, LSU is number seven. They lost to Auburn, uh, number eight. They didn't look like complete and total uh, trash in any of those games, even if LSU kind of got away from them after a while. Um, they have basically played like a top 20 team against a lot of top 15 teams. We'll go,
0: we'll just go ahead and talk about it now. Then Auburn, Auburn will sit, Normally we don't do this, but Auburn yeah. sits way up at eight. Um, Auburn is a team that is slowly finding itself in every facet and could be yeah. really, really good by the time we get to the Iron Bowl. Ole Miss is a one-legged fist fighter who doesn't have a prosthesis. And so just to kind of back up this whole meme that we've created, the best X-Loss team in the country, in this particular instance, I thought they acquitted themselves better than they did against LSU. Yeah. They did what they do well, extremely well, and then they do what kills them, which usually is a Jad Kelly turnover. At the exact moment that you expected it, so it was very on script, if nothing else, oh, yeah. um, we will get back on track though, and let's keep Baylor at number eighteen because
1: oh wait, no no we can't we' got to talk about can't. them now because Texas isn't above them.
0: you want to know why, Bill, because you've got the Texas longhorns at thirty nine actually that that doesn't even work. they should exactly be at thirty nine okay, so Baylor drops here from eleven to eighteen they yeah. essentially have with a combination of them in West Virginia, the big twelve is. Pretty much shot on a playoff contender. Yeah, we be, knew that was going
1: to happen, yeah. but it officially happened, yeah. It
0: would be extremely hard to expect them to to mount a resume after this, especially because we, expect, we really don't expect Texas to run the table there. Um, it's not going to be a quality loss. Um, it was a hell of a game, if nothing else. And it was probably, again, comparative analysis is really sloppy here. But we can say this, for all the things we don't know and things that have been volatile at Texas, they they have the ability this year to put together quality games, and Baylor is now embarking on on the tougher part of a schedule. So we're going to know a lot more about Baylor in two to three weeks. It's hard to draw conclusions from this loss other than the fact that Charlie Strong's king of the world for, like, maybe 36 hours in Austin before they got back firing.
1: As we learned in that tidbit earlier in the week, uh, every coach at Texas who has uh, been fired in the last, like, 50 years, they lost to Baylor the year they got fired. So you can't fire Charlie now. That's just, you know, that's just precedent right there. So now he's safe. He's safe until at least next year. I mean, again,
0: not really for the S&P wrap-up show on Sunday, but for Charlie to have won twice and he, to, to beat Baylor two years in a row and, and change his own narrative off that game twice.
1: Yeah. God, it's
0: weird. Um, so number uh, we seventeen. Gotta, is,
1: we got we to hurry here.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. Number 17 is uh, USC. Just take it from here because I still don't know what the hell to think about this team.
1: Uh, they, they're they're a good team now. They've been a good team for a month. They're not an amazing team, um, but they have figured out, you know, the, the quarterback situation, obviously, and they're they're kind of rolling now. And they, they Cal looked exhausted from like the second part of the first quarter, basically. And they have had, I, we you know, we've talked about Sonny Dykes before. They have had the craziest schedule. They're now playing in Australia. And then last week, they played a Friday game. And then this week, they play a Thursday game. Uh, it is nuts, the things they've had to go through. And they just, U.S was a better team and a fresher team and that's what we saw. Number 16 A&M unless you have someone else. Nah, we can, we can okay.
0: skip it. They took care of a scrub game. Number 15 Penn State. They... Did what everyone expected them to through about what two and a half quarters, and then yeah, hey, they really
1: rallied a little bit. Uh, that offense early.
0: is actually starting to find itself. That offense now is showing what could be like nasty good in 2017.
1: Yeah, I mean, big plays on offense and Saquon Barkley, or big plays in the passing game, and Barkley had a 81 yard run where there's no no complaints there. It took them a little while. I was actually surprised they moved up because you gotta you gotta crush Purdue to get anything out of playing Purdue. They eventually did.
0: Uh, number 14, Florida State. We will skip until we get to. Clemson yep. number 13 Virginia Tech um much like Penn State this is a team that I know you get mad because we we basically never give ourselves a season we never give ourselves an actual football period of time where games are being played before we're firing coaches and changing things and here I am talking about two teams Penn State and Virginia Tech in which all I can really think about or really want to try and write about with them is what they're going to do next year
1: yeah yeah, no, and that's that's at least better than talking about firing coaches. But yeah, no, you can see it you can see it laid out for them and, and they looked you know, they handled Pitt's a very good offensive team this year. What are they? They're twenty first now in offensive S and P plus. They rendered Pitt very, very, very um inefficient and reliant on big plays and so that happened a few times but virginia tech was the more consistent team i respect what narduzzi is doing and basically saying here's the defense we're going to play when we're awesome even if it means we get the crap kicked out of us on defense a few times in the process they got the crap they have they don't have defensive backs at this point they were still getting uh you know they weren't doing their their dbs any favor and they got thrown all uh, around but power to virginia tech they looked like a top 15 team a few times this year and i think they did on on thursday
0: Um, Moving right along. I don't know how we're doing. I think we're bad on time right now, Bill. Uh, Number 12 is America's team at 6-2, Colorado. They kick the crap out of bye. Damn right, every week. Number 11, uh, not America's team, but a team that none of us really want to admit is good, Oklahoma. They kick the crap out of bye, comma, Kansas.
1: Yeah, and they... Uh, you know, and like I said about Purdue, you, you can only really get something from a stat standpoint out of a team, out of playing a bad team if you lay the hammer down quickly. They actually technically didn't. They kind of, they also dilly-dallied for a quarter. Uh, I think even Kansas scored first. Um, but then, oh, no, no, no. OE scored first, but it was 7-3 at the end of the first quarter. Uh, and then it was just, uh, you know, an absurd, like, 49 to nothing over the course of the next two quarters. So they they did what they needed to do.
0: Uh oh hey there. There's Wisconsin. Um they're the best team in the West. Are we are we okay saying that? Do we feel like that's that's definitive now? By the way, Nebraska, we skipped them, they're down at number twenty two. Um this was an on brand Big
1: Ten West uh, affair. <laughs> it was it was very on brand. It was fun. I mean it well it was sort of fun. I kept getting distracted by Boise Wyoming last night, but um it was very Big Ten. It was an intense atmosphere. Um, and, I, I mean, I actually I think I came away with more impressed with Nebraska than I thought I would be. I didn't expect Wisconsin to need overtime, among other things. I expected Nebraska to play like about a top 25-30 team um, and eventually kind of wilt and lose by about 10, and they went to overtime and very – I mean, they I, – I was impressed with Nebraska. Let's put it that way. I think they solidified their top 20 or 25 status, even if they didn't win the game.
0: I think I'm more interested now to see if – does Nebraska wane in a Miami-type fashion, or do they go right. and and actually end up with a 10-2 and two season? And that well, really Right, because the team the we saw there,
1: the team, they have to go to Ohio State soon. And the team we saw in Madison last night would do – I mean, they'd probably lose to Ohio State, but they would still show quite a bit. But, they'd but do yeah, well. once you lose, you might wilt, and we'll see. Uh,
0: where are we at? Number nine, Florida. I still don't know anything about this team that makes me want to like them, and as min- as as much SB Nation content from our Florida biased uh, collective is, <laughs> is dedicated to how unwatchable Florida is. It really is unwatchable. It's just not fun.
1: It's also good though. Um, I mean, okay, take me there. Okay, well, the, so they've played what seven games this year. Um, they walloped Kentucky and honestly they're getting credit a little more credit than they should for walloping Kentucky because Kentucky's only kind of become a good team over the last month when they realized wait we can't really pass but we can run so how about we just run all the time Uh, and they've suddenly become a good team by playing to what they can do um they weren't that in early September when Florida walloped them so maybe they're getting a little artificial boost from that but um they you know they, they have not given teams any offensive hope all season. I mean, aside from, like I said, about a 10-pass span from Josh Dobbs. <coughs> basically, the last 10 good passes Josh Dobbs has thrown, I'm pretty sure. Um, you know, the second half of Tennessee, they gave up a ton of points. Otherwise, they gave up 7 to UMass, 7 to Kentucky, 0 to North Texas, 6 to Vanderbilt, 14 to Missouri, uh, and what, 10 yesterday? Like, they're, they're, they're not playing a bunch of great offenses, but they're playing offenses that are better than what – They do against Florida. So if you have a really, really good defense and good special teams – you win games, and they've they've st- they've kind of hit a cruising altitude here. I'm I'm curious. I, I had almost picked them. I think to beat Arkansas this week. Actually, I will pick them to beat Arkansas this week, and that's not something I expected to say a month ago.
0: Uh, number seven, LSU is on a bye. Number eight, we got to in Auburn, but I do want to mention something because they're sitting next to each other. When Auburn beat LSU on the call of the, the fade in the end zone that gets less miles fired, Malzon said something that we really laughed at at the time because they were so disjointed. Was it this is this is the start of something? This is going to propel us. This is going to push us forward he was right yeah. uh if we're if we're gonna do the funny old Miss meme Auburn might be the best two lost team in the country
1: Auburn LSU and Wisconsin are kind of the two lost teams that if things break down if if things get crazy with you know Clemson although Clemson's probably in, safe now but you know if, if weird things start happening above they're the two lost teams that can really take advantage and I mean I you know If you want to complain about, not you personally, but about LSU and Auburn being in the top eight and, you know, what what a big joke. Like, what have they done in the last month specifically to to convince you they're not? Obviously, the first month they were weird, LSU especially. Auburn has been awesome offensively or defensively all year. But they've looked the part for a while now, and they handled, again, Ole Miss is not an amazing team, but they're a top-20 caliber team, and they went to Ole Miss, took a bunch of heavy blows, and then just pulled away. And that's, they are a very good team right now.
0: Uh, number six, Ohio State. Um, what? Choose your own adventure, Bill. Um, fan the flames of anxiety here, or just try and walk everybody off the edge when you only beat Northwestern by four? Uh,
1: Northwestern, for the last three weeks now, has been a good team. Um, That's probably not enough. You would still prefer Ohio State to be... You're
0: pushing them off the ledge.
1: (laughs) No, I I mean, that's... You know, they should have handled Northwestern by more than that, but Northwestern, what, three or four games ago? um, Let me see here. So, with Northwestern since losing to Nebraska, they won at Iowa. They pummeled at Michigan State at Michigan State. They, they raced out to a 24-3 lead against a decent Indiana team. And then they hung around with Ohio State. That seems like that's all according to type. It was in Columbus. Like I said, they should have won by more than four. Uh, but I, I don't think we learned anything new and bad. We just kind of, it solidified that Ohio State has some weaknesses, but they're still overall a good team. Okay.
0: All right. So jump straight off that ledge. Uh, number five is Washington. Washington had a football game, and it's probably the last. I don't know if you want to tack resume on Utah or not. That's okay, I guess. And by the way, in the conversation of two lost teams, I'd throw Utah in there probably at the bottom. Um, yeah. Washington had a game for the first time this season. and Second Arizona. Washington's uh, no I mean a game against like a quality opponent like you could screw up oh, you, you could screw up late at night right. and 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 gotcha. you know get a lot of the anxiety out of your system before you go drag Stanford but this was this was a game that was marquee this was a game that was showcased and this is also a game a lot of old people and a lot, <laughs> and a lot of stodgy people you know east of Colorado probably saw Washington for the first time and it doesn't really matter what they did, other than win. And so now Washington will probably—you're just going to see it in the periphery, in the boring mainstream media that we tell you guys not to listen to or read. Washington is now going to show up because they people actually saw them for the first time.
1: Yeah, and I—I um, I, I uh, kind of noticed original kind of some fanned flames about the the, the game-winning punt return, uh, and there are like three almost blocks in the back. Um, I will say just as a fan of fun punt returns, I'm glad none of those were called because you can, you can get so technical with like, did he block him in the shoulder or slightly behind the shoulder, blah, blah, blah. I only want those called if they're blatant and none of those were blatant. Um, and it, it was, it was an exciting game. Like Washington, I, I, I'm a little more worried about their run defense, especially if you think about them being in the four seat against one seat, Alabama in a playoff game, um, but they, they've they been tested a couple times on the road in weird circumstances. Utah's a strong team, uh, probably better than what my S&P numbers say, and they survived, so good for them.
0: Uh, Clemson in at number
1: four. Uh, good game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I would have been a little, speaking of officiating, I would have been a little annoyed at, uh, if I were a Florida State fan, but uh, Florida State looked like a top 15 team and Clemson survived anyway. Clemson has played with fire all freaking year by doing this whole, uh, only save your best stuff for the best teams kind of thing. Um like they only have so many uh, you know bullets to fire here and they've saved them up for specific games but it's worked they're undefeated now and their schedule moving forward unless you really want to talk yourself into South Carolina after yesterday um,
0: when you're an elite team with inconsistencies and in inconsistent stretches like Clemson after you keep winning those games that you should probably lose it's it's hard it's hard to keep saying oh watch out what you know there it's God, I hate to say this. Is it reverse-clemsoning at this point? Is it just... Well, yeah.
1: I mean, and and granted, they, they got lucky as hell at the end of the NC State game. They should have lost that game. It should have been... That dude they should have made that field goal, but he didn't. And then Clemson went, and out, went out and took the game anyway. You give them second life via be be a missed field goal or a, a penalty call or whatever, uh, and they're, they're going to kill you with it, and, and that's we're, what they did. We're
0: going to come back to Clemson in a second because I'm going to ask you one last question at the end of this. Number three is Louisville uh, had, <sighs> I mean, definitely their worst game of the season, and they've lost a game, but this was the yeah. worst game of the season.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Duke wasn't good either, but Duke we, – we talked about that when Duke was – it was kind of a, a, a play to a certain type of, of game. But Louisville was overall probably better than they showed against Duke. Virginia not so much. Lamar Jackson was awesome, but pretty much everybody else had trouble. Their run defense was okay, but uh Kurt Pinkert had way too much success passing the ball, I think. Uh the run game never just wasn't much of anything. So um that this was Lamar carrying them over the finish line just barely. Okay. And that pass that game winning touchdown pass was gorgeous. Okay,
0: so we're gonna go real fast here. Bama's two, Michigan's one, Michigan just beat an inferior Michigan State team and really was as much Michigan by definition as they have been in any other week. Let me ask you this instead of breaking down a Michigan State game that was kind of eh. One, two, yeah, three. It was
1: closer. It was closer than I expected.
0: <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six. Now, with the amount of time we have left. One, two, three, yeah. four, five, six. One Michigan, two Alabama, three Louisville, four Clemson, five Washington, six Ohio State. The first set of rankings are coming out. Yeah. I'm. I'm more than confident that you have... Probably the six here, yeah, I'm not sure of the order
1: I assume Alabama's one just a combination well. of resume I, and dominance
0: I'm assuming it's one two Alabama, Michigan, and then I'm, I'm assuming Clemson is three
1: i I am curious about Clemson because in terms of best versus most deserving like pure quality versus resume, they've got the resume um and Michigan has you know in terms of s and p Michigan has a great resume too they beat Colorado, they beat penn state, you know they've um Beat, they beat Wisconsin. They had three, quote-unquote, top 15 wins. Oop, there's that timer. And uh, we, we, we made it, by the way. You didn't get kicked out. Um, nice. But, no, I think Michigan's resume is – I think people will interpret it as not as good. So this is going to be an interesting – I think Michigan on paper has absolutely been better than Clemson. But Clemson might get the two just because of, you know, Florida State and Auburn and uh, Louisville. Louisville. Louisville especially.
0: Here's my other question. In some combination, you'll have the four undefeated. So I think that's pretty obvious. So, yeah. if, like I said, yeah. if I had to bet, I'd say Alabama, Michigan, probably Clemson, Washington. When you look at five and six and the one-loss teams, Louisville has the better loss and the yeah. much more noticeable loss in that it was this marquee primetime game everyone saw. It came down to one pass play. Ohio State probably has the better wins, I'll be, yeah, I mean
1: you, you could you could say that yeah, especially if we're not really paying attention to margin of victory at least.
0: I don't know if they're paying. I, I mean, I don't know if they're paying attention to margin of victory or not, but they do get Wisconsin, right? Yeah, they do get who's their next one down? Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma. Yeah, sorry, Oklahoma. Uh, I was thinking. I was thinking in conference. So yeah. that. I'll be honest, I think the 5-6 is going to be more interesting to me on this first reveal than the 1-4, through four because most of those arguments are a little more settled, and the 5-6 to see where they're weighing quality loss and quality win. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. I would say 2-3 and 5-6 are the interesting parts here. I would assume Alabama's 1, I would assume Washington's 4. You're probably right about Michigan being 2, but yeah. I'm, not, I'm not 100% sure of that.
0: Mm. Something tells me with human error that, yeah, okay. All right, we're going to get more into that this week because the next time we podcast, we'll have that information for you. I won't be whispering in a hotel. I am literally going to use, I don't believe the maid's exit is the politically correct term. I'm going to use the service quarters exit of this hotel lobby and leave very quickly.